0: Hi, this is Guy
1: Kawasaki.
0: Hi, this is Gideon Shelwick here. My name is Farnoosh Brock. And you're listening to Learning with Leslie. Learning with Leslie.
1: This is Learning with Leslie. 8888352414. This
0: is Learning with Leslie. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Learning with Leslie, the podcast where you learn, I learn, we all learn about how to build an online business with an authority blog. No, I'm not talking about one of those blogs that will fall by the wayside when Google has a mood swing. (laughs) I'm talking about one that will thrive no matter what gets thrown at it. I'm your host, Leslie Samuel. The authority blogger from LearningWithLeslie.com and I have another exciting episode for you today, an exciting interview. I'm on the line with Kimberly got Go- oh man. Got She's going to correct me afterwards. I just messed it up. A firm mom blogger who started blogging and giving life to her her passion, photography and writing. She's always loved to write since high school and thus blogging became a dream come true so much so um, that she's having some quick success with it. She started a blog at keepthetailwagging.com in just two months, gaining over 1,000 Facebook interactive fans in such a short period of time. How did she do it? Pure passion and belief. That she'll get to where she is right today Today I want to find out How we can put ourselves out there To get traffic to even new blogs Kimberly, thank you so much for joining me How are you doing? I'm doing great, how are you, Last? Well, I was doing great until I just botched your name <laughs> We even practiced it beforehand And I had it You even told me that it was good But then all of a sudden I don't know what, you know what happened <laughs> actually? This is the truth I'm interviewing you right now on Skype, and while I was doing the introduction, my mom started Skyping me, <laughs> so I got, <laughs> I got distracted. But that's not the point. How are you doing? Everything good?
2: I am doing fantastic.
0: Okay, good. So now for those people that don't know how to say your, your name correctly, can you say it for us?
2: Yes, it's Gautier.
0: Gautier.
2: You were very close.
0: I was very close, but then... The- Anyhow, it doesn't matter what happened. <laughs> so, so, you know, I'm looking at your story here, and I see KimberlyGaultier.com, AdventuresInBlogging.net, KeepTheTailWagging.com, and before you were telling me that you're an accountant, and I, I, I just start thinking to myself, this girl is as crazy as I am. <laughs> you're running three blogs right now, aren't you?
2: Yes, and I'm the featured blogger on two more.
0: Wait, you didn't tell me that in the pre-interview? <laughs> I mean, you're keeping keeping out all the juicy details. (laughs) Man, on two blogs? Yeah. Okay, so, uh, all right, let's let's get this straight before we move on. So you are (laughs) working right now on five blogs, and you have a full-time job. Yep. How in the world do you do it?
2: You know, I have no idea. (laughs) I don't question it. I just go with it because I think if I think too deeply on it, (laughs) I won't be able to do it anymore. (laughs)
0: Now, which ones are the main ones or is there a main one that you're working on and not as much in others? How, how, how do you distribute all of that?
2: Well, Keep the Tail Wagging is my main blog. Okay. And the reason why is because I'm actually building a um, business. I market pet food. Okay. It's a premium pet food line through that blog. And I also use the blog to support um, dog rescue and responsible breeding which is a passion of mine. So that definitely is the one that I spend most of my time and energy on.
0: Gotcha. And the others, KimberlyGottier.com, what about that?
2: That one is a sort of a photography personal blog.
1: Okay.
0: So,
2: like, for example, um, I got a gecko in the mail from Clout Perks. And so I went around town taking pictures of him. And wait, wait, so I'll wait, put this that is a, on. This is a, real,
0: a real gecko?
2: No, it's a little statue. Oh, OK, good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what my stepson asked, because he was like, I don't think you can put an animal in a box and not put holes in it.
0: <laughs> OK, so so that blog is a, 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 about photography and personal stuff. Yeah. OK. And net. What's up with that?
2: That one is every single time I learn something, I want to share it. And the reason why I do that is simply because so many people help me get to where I am today without charging me. Okay. And so I feel that that's my site where I can pay that forward.
0: Gotcha. And these other two blogs that you're uh, contributing to?
2: Those are related to dogs. So the purpose of those um, is basically to continue building my authority in the pet world.
0: Okay. All right. So I think we have a, a brief, uh, concise summary of all the stuff that you're doing in the blogging world. Uh, how in the world did you get into blogging? Where did it start?
2: Well, what's funny is that I knew what blogging was because I knew of Perez Hilton. Okay. But it never occurred to me that I could be a blogger until someone said, oh, you should start a blog and told me about Google Blogger. Uh-huh. So I did. And I basically spent the year 2009 writing about various things and starting and stopping blogs and when I realized you could actually make money blogging Uh that's when all of a sudden I was at the bookstore buying every book you can imagine trying (laughs) to understand how you're supposed to do this following every business blog I could Um, and when 2010 came about that's when I launched KimberlyGoat.com and decided to give it a go
0: okay so you were blogging on on Google's blogger or blogspot for a while on was it one blog that you were doing or what
2: yeah it was just one blog i just changed it probably every week
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you change the topic every week you mean
1: yeah exactly.
0: Ah, i see so whatever you felt like writing about then you just write about it mm-hmm. okay so you started dot in 2010 yes okay so that's about two years ago what was it about in the beginning
2: um it was about photography. The whole point of it was going to be to ship, share photography tips because I'm a self-taught um photographer. Okay. I spent the first year trying to learn my camera and I wanted to save people that headache.
0: Okay, so you started talking about writing about photography and how did that one go?
2: It actually went really well because people liked my voice. I had I created an ebook sharing with people how I learned how to um shoot my camera. Okay. And I connected with a lot of great photographers, both professional and um amateur like myself. And it, it was a fun blog to write. And then I just I ran out of tips.
0: <laughs> you ran out of <laughs> how, how could you run out of tips with photography? There's always so many tips. Is it that you lost a passion <laughs> it's for it or what?
2: Just- I just didn't know what else to write about. So I went to my blog and I actually, around the same time, I found another blog Uh post that someone had written about when you want to change the direction of your blog and how best to do that without losing your audience. Okay. So I wrote a post that just explained that I don't really know what else I can share. Okay. And I don't want to stop. But I, so I'm gonna turn this, I'm gonna keep it with photography. And if I pick something up, I'll share it with you. But mostly it's gonna be sharing my photography and my life with you, if that's okay. And everyone was like, absolutely, bring it. And, and so I didn't lose any followers. And, oh,
0: wow. Yeah. Okay. So they, they, they transitioned with you, even mm-hmm. though you changed the topic of, or, or the main focus of what your blog was about. Yes. Okay. Why do you think they, do, they, they, they were willing to do that? I mean, you, you hear a lot about, um, you know, people come to a blog for one particular reason and you don't want to stray from that. And if you stray from that too much, you can lose the following. Why do you think they stuck with you through that big change?
2: I think the reason why is because I put myself out there. People, they were following me, Kimberly Gautier. They weren't following a photography blog. So people, as they've watched, they've all, all the people who are followers of that blog and are fans of mine on Facebook, Uh a lot of them became my friends on Facebook. And they've watched me go from stumbling around on Google Blogger to my (laughs) transition to WordPress, Uh, to learning photography. And, you know, and they've done this right along with me. And because I had no idea what I was doing, I didn't use the correct terminology. (laughs) They totally related with that. And also I um, incorporated video. So I would, you know, do video whenever I got something new or (laughs) something like that. I would do a video to show everybody and people started, you know, really connecting with me. And the biggest feedback that I got from a lot of people was they didn't care what I did. They would follow me simply because they were curious to see where I would go.
0: That is awesome. So it's not that they're just, you know, interested in, in the content, but they're interested in the person behind the content.
2: Exactly.
0: Awesome stuff. Then eventually, you decided, okay, uh, I'm not doing enough. You know, this this full time job and this blog that's going well. You know, it it's just giving me too much time on my hands. I am gonna start a new blog, Adventures in Blogging. Okay, maybe that's not the the the, the, the actual story, but how how did that come about?
2: You know, your story is pretty close <laughs> because I mean, as Anyone listening to this will attest, if you're a blogger, you know that it becomes addictive. Mm. And what happened was, I'm a niche blogger. I'm not a general blogger. It's, I've tried to be one. It's just really hard for me. And too many people were emailing me, asking me questions about blogging. Uh-huh. And after I got probably like the 20th email, I decided, okay, I'm going to start answering these questions on a separate blog, because I didn't want my photography blog to be about blogging. I wanted it to be about photography, and that's where Adventures in Blogging Came from actually a um, friend of mine. She's the one that named it because she, I was telling her about all the emails and she's like, I don't know why you haven't been blogging about that all along. You love it. <laughs> and so, and she was like, just go and make a blog and call it Adventures in Blogging. And that night I had it set up.
0: That is awesome. All right. Yeah. So, so basically, based on the feedback that you are getting from people, based on the, you know, actual, uh, People that have come to your blog as opposed to, you know, you're just thinking, you know, this would be a cool idea. You got feedback from them. And as you saw what they needed, you decide to go in the direction to give them what they needed. Yes. Awesome. And um, I have a note here that there's something about a most popular blog post about hiring a designer and on Fiverr (laughs) and following up, showing blah, blah. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Because I'm not exactly sure what that is.
2: Yes. That was actually my just the most amazing post. It was so much fun. I discovered Fiverr. I I don't remember when this happened. This was in the past six months, but I discovered Fiverr. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, what is this site where you can pay $5 for something? Uh So I went to this site and I ordered, you know, I think five random projects. Okay. One of them was a puppet that I could tell the puppet what to say. Uh And it would do a puppet video. Oh my gosh, I had so much fun that week. (laughs) And (laughs) one of the jobs was to create a logo. So I was curious to see what a $5 logo would, for look, like. would look like. Uh-huh. And I posted that. And, it, and at the time that was when I was planning. Yeah. So this was back probably November uh-huh. because I was planning keep the tail wagging and I was doing my keyword re- research at the time. Uh-huh. So I wanted a temporary logo because my designer is during the holidays. and I didn't want to bother her. And, um, so I figured I'll do this and it'll be a great blog post. And I posted it up there and I was just like, you know, it's not bad for $5. This is completely doable. This is something for someone who has a a blog blog. They're not quite sure what they want to do with it, but they would like to give it their best go. They don't have a big um, budget. budget. Mm -hmm. Yeah. $5. You can do $5 for a logo. It was reasonable. And um, one of my designer friends, someone who I greatly respect, And, um, responded to that post that she was so disappointed in me and, (laughs) you know, and that, you know, Fiverr is a site that takes money away from professional designers and, you know, I ought to be ashamed of myself for promoting it and blah, 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 blah. And so I responded that, you know, I respected her feedback and explained that, you know, I'm not telling everyone to go to Fiverr. I'm not telling, you know, Dale (laughs) to go to Fiverr Uh... to have their logo redone. But, you know, I'm telling the little guy, the person that's on Google Blogger who just wants to write about, you know, their kids, this is an option for you Uh if you want a pretty logo.
1: Uh
2: And she understood that. But from that discussion, I thought, oh, my gosh, blog post idea. And it was basically telling, you know, you have to have a thick skin if you're going to be a blogger because you're going to get people who passionately disagree with something that you wrote. Even if you think it's completely innocent, you will touch a button. And I shared tips on how I was able to not be offended. And I use that exchange uh-huh. for um, an example because I respected her and I knew her and I knew she wasn't trying to hurt me. Yeah. But even if she were a stranger, it's never truly personal, even though it can feel that way. Yeah. And it's important yeah. to take a step back and actually respond. And remember that your audience is watching you and they're going to watch how you respond. And if you take it into a nasty negative place – you know, you're going to turn people off. If you ignore it, you're going to turn people off. So it was just sort of like a a way to um, how to deal with something like that, that really resonated with people. But also it ended up driving tons of traffic to my friend's site because a lot of designers picked up on that blog series Uh and who just supported her thoughts Uh and stuff like that. So it drove tons of traffic to both of our sites and it ended up being she ended up emailing me thanking me for writing the post because <laughs> it ended up being such a great boon for her. And I was just like, you know, it turned out really great. And I love that something that could have been, you know, seen as negative really was just an absolute fantastic opportunity for both of us.
0: That That's awesome. Because, you know, as you said, we, if you're blog, if you're a blogger and you're doing it right, there will be people that disagree with your opinion. And I like how you took that and you spun it in a way that was positive and not just positive, but it benefited both you and that individual. So that's (laughs) awesome.
2: Yeah, it was amazing.
0: Okay, so now let's get to the keepthetailwagging.com because that's the blog that you spend the most time on right now. That's the blog um, that you just started In January of this year, is that correct?
2: Yes, that is correct.
0: Okay, so, you know, a lot of people think, you know, I've been blogging for a while and eventually this thing is going to take off. I'm going to start getting some traffic. Maybe it might take a year or whatever the case might be. But you got a thousand fans, over a thousand fans (laughs) on Facebook in two months. Um, Well, first of all, in a a very concise way, can you tell me um, what that blog is about and who it's for?
2: The blog is for dog lovers, and it is the purpose of the blog is to promote dog rescue, responsible breeding. I share tr- tips on training and grooming dog health, and I also promote the, um, the dog food that we feed our dogs, Life's Abundance. So okay. it's a little bit of a, it's a mixed bag, okay. but all about dogs.
0: And when I think about dog training, dog anything, I think to myself, okay, that's one of those competitive niches. The ones that are really hard to get into, or at least that people say are, are really hard to get into. But if you can really get into it and do well, you can really do well. Um, and you had really quick success. What was the key to you being able to get that type of engagement in such a short period of time or what were some of the keys?
2: So the three things that helped me um, get the success that I did so quickly were um, keyword research, um, putting myself out there and really connecting with my audience and Mm -hmm. then also choosing a topic that I'm passionate about. So that passion comes through.
0: Okay. So let's, I want to dissect that a little bit. Keyword research. How did you go about doing that?
2: Oh, that was fun. And and when I say fun, I'm being completely sarcastic. Was
0: <laughs> I was about to say it. I don't hear a lot of people saying that the keyword research was fun.
2: Yeah, it was. I even tried to outsource that to Fiverr. <laughs> Just so you know, it does not work. I I spent fifteen dollars and I will never get that money back. Gotcha. <laughs> but um, I use a combination of Market Samurai. Oh, okay. I actually lucked into a free trial version for a month. Oh, nice. And so I use Market Samurai, and then um, just directly with Google t- k- keyword, the Google keyword tool.
0: Okay. And what exactly? Because this—that's something that I teach my my audience. Uh, Market Samurai, I love it; it's great. But what were you, what were you looking for in Market Samurai?
2: Well, I started because I I knew that I wanted to write about our dogs, and the reason why was because we have litter mates, and when we adopted them, I was looking online about the the pros and cons of adopting two puppies. And all I saw was negative. Okay. Everything that was negative wasn't really backed by any research. It was just that, oh, I heard that, or someone did this and this is what happened. So I wanted to, for people in the who want to do the same thing. I wanted to throw my voice into the ring Okay. to say, Hey, you know, yeah, you can do it, but this is all the stuff that you need to do. And it's not so much promoting adopting litter mates, but just educating it. And it sort of bloomed from there because it's like, you know, this is way bigger than our two dogs. Okay. And I, as I started doing the keyword research, that's when I discovered that I would have more success by really um, promoting dog rescue. And <clears throat> the final straw was, <clears throat> excuse me, a weekend of watching those, ASPCA and Humane Society commercials where they're so they seem it's not negative, but they are they're showing you such sad stories. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: And I was like, I bet you people would love to see where those animals are now. Mm. And that's that became the idea of my blog. So I started looking for keywords along that line. And probably within a few weeks, I was able to come up with at least 20 good keywords that I can choose from and get some use out of.
0: Okay. Awesome. So you found those keywords. And what did you do with those keywords? Did that um, uh, tell you, I don't know if that, uh, that you took that into consideration when finding the name of the site, the URL, or was it more about just getting ideas for content? What did that mean for you?
2: It was an idea for um, content. The URL, it was something that a friend of mine helped me with. She's a, a designer and a true creative. And I basically called her up and told her, this is what my idea is. And she is like, let me think about it. And ten minutes later she sent me a list of possible because I wanted something fun. Uh-huh. And I mean, I know that we're supposed to have a keyword in our domain name, but I was my thought was, you know, who cares? Let's just have fun <laughs> with it. I want I want it something that I people like would remember.
0: <laughs> I <laughs> like it because that is something that I would remember. Um okay, maybe it might have not have the keywords in there, but I think it it has a certain personality with it Mm -hmm. awesome awesome okay so keyword research is the first thing to take into consideration or at least that you took into consideration but the next point you said was to put yourself out there what does that mean and how do i put myself out there (laughs) as a new blogger no contacts maybe i'm just getting started in this big world of blogging how do i do that
2: i joined I joined forums okay. and there, you know, depending upon your subject, there's tons of forums out there, but I started with the main site. So I joined my favorite for as far as groups and forums is LinkedIn. Okay. So I think I'm a member of five or six groups. You know, the downside is that you end up being a member um of groups with all the same members, mm-hmm. but it's still just a really fun way to connect with people. And what I learned was that this is an opportunity for me to put myself out there, not so much to promote my blog or my business, but to share what I know about dogs until eventually people start recognizing my picture. Cause I use the exact same profile picture everywhere and people recognize that picture. And um, all of a sudden I start being, becoming an authority and people want to check out my site and want to see what I'm doing. And that's such a valuable thing. I, I mean, I do many other things. I have YouTube videos, I um before, do... you,
0: before you move on to the other mm-hmm. things, um, two things I noticed there. Uh, you said that you use forums. Now, this is 2012. Mm-hmm. Uh, forum marketing is something that I used to hear a whole lot about, but you don't hear a lot about it anymore. Are you saying that forums are still an effective way, at least from your experience, to get traffic to your website?
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. I actually wasn't convinced at first. And the thing that I noticed is that, If I go into forums constantly promoting, like, you know, I sell Life's Abundance pet food. Uh So if I'm going in there and every time someone says something about their dog, I go, you should try Life's Abundance pet food. (laughs) You know, (laughs) eventually they're going to get sick of me. Uh But if I go in and say someone was complaining about their dog barking too much. And so I shared what we did with our dog to get him to stop barking in the house. Gotcha. And she put that to use And because I told her it's like it works really fast. And uh-huh. two days later, she said they didn't have a problem anymore and thanked me for it.
0: So you're basically helping them solve problems that they had.
2: Exactly. And not to mention, forums are a great place for topics because when someone has a question, that's your next blog post.
0: Okay, so let's let's talk about these forums on LinkedIn, because I am a member of LinkedIn, but I have not used LinkedIn um, effectively. I really don't use it at all. I just have my information on there. How do you go about finding the places to to post? How do you go about finding a good forum?
2: I um, what I do is I just type in what I'm interested in. So what I the first thing I did was look for dog lovers, and I found a forum called Dog Lovers. I go and look at it to see when's the last time someone posted. Okay. Because if it's been a month or longer, then it's not active, and I don't want to waste my time. Okay. And then I also look to see if all people are doing are posting their blog posts. Okay. Because if that's the case, everyone's talking all at once, but no one's listening.
1: Gotcha. And I don't
2: want to be there either. So I'm looking for forums of groups of people. I mean, it's a mixed bag. There are pet professionals, there are pet owners, there are pet bloggers, but everyone is there talking about their pets. They still share their blogs and things like that. Most of the activity is sharing information and really interacting with each other. And because you want people who are going to support you because it's the, I believe that people don't quit people. They'll quit a blog, but they won't quit people. Okay. So when people start referring to me as Kim and Kimberly and they start knowing who I am mm-hmm. and they find me on another site and they're like, oh, hey, Kim, I met you over here. Then I know that I've made a good impact and I'm doing a good job.
0: OK, so I, I, I want to make this as practical as possible for my listeners. Uh, I'm in LinkedIn right now. I just logged, logged in and I see at the top there's a search bar. I go there and I select Groups. And then I search for the topic that I'm interested in. So let's say for a nerd like me, yeah. I am looking for biology. So I do a search for biology. Is, is this kind of the process that you went through? Yep. Okay. And I see a number of um, different groups. I see molecular lab, systems, biology. It tells you the number of discussions per month, the number of members. Are there certain values that you are looking for um, when trying to find a, a group on LinkedIn?
2: Um, I don't want to be in a group with fewer than 10 only because it seems like just a group of friends.
0: Fewer than 10 what?
2: Few, a fewer than 10 members.
0: Fewer than 10 members. So when, I yeah. see, when I'm looking here and I see 9,000 members, um, <laughs> 6,000 members, 7,000 members, I'm looking in the right place.
2: Yeah, that's fine because I bet you not all 6,000 of those people are active. Yeah. But it may be active. But, yeah, if, it, if it's a group, you know, from that main screen I discount anything that just has 10 people in it gotcha. only because it seems like it's just a group of friends that got together and started a group and it may be a little hard to get in there. Okay. I want a more established, um, group as far as, you know, cause it's not that those groups are bad, but given what I'm trying to accomplish and it's success in a fast way, I'm going to go the quickest route to that. So I'm looking for an established group.
0: Okay. So I go in, I find a group and I say, hey, this looks like something that's interesting. Um, uh, like there's this one on systems biology. And let's say I'm interested in that. Um, I click on it and then I see there are a number of discussions. I joined the group? No. No, I do not join the group. What do I do?
2: If the group is private, you can't see anything. But if the group is, I, th- I think you can't see anything. I shouldn't, okay. I don't, not 100% sure right now. I can't remember. But if you can see the discussions, look to see when the last one was. OK. Because if it was a month or older, then the group might be going um, dark.
0: OK. So I see that. OK, there's one that was left a day ago, another one that was uh, a day ago and another one fine. that was two days ago. This this is a good thing for me.
2: That's great.
0: So then I joined the group. Mm-hmm. And then I look through the discussions and if someone has a question, I might respond to that question. If someone mentions something interesting, I could add to that thing something even more interesting or whatever the case might be. This is what you're talking about.
2: Exactly. And the thing about it, you also want to introduce yourself. I always introduce myself to my group. Okay. I make my introductions fun and pithy because that's just my personality. Okay. I don't go in there with a I I sell this and buy this for me and check out my blog. It's just like, hey, I'm a blogger. This is what I write. This is what I believe. Check me out. And whenever I respond to a discussion, I, it's the same philosophy as when you respond to blogs. If you want people to pay attention, leave a thoughtful comment.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. Now, in your introduction, you also include a link to your website?
2: Absolutely.
0: And when you reply to comments, do you include a link to your website?
2: Most of the time. I don't do it every single time, but I do it most of the time because LinkedIn doesn't give you a signature. Okay. And so I, I learned from another blog post that said when you leave blog comments, even though your name and profile picture is there, uh-huh. end it like you would end if you were sending an email or a letter. You would end it with your name.
1: Gotcha. So
2: I, start, I fi- finalize it with Kimberly and then the URL to keep the tail so people can click on that if they want to.
0: Gosh, gotcha. I'm loving this. This is actionable. Yeah, I mean, it's
2: it's really nice because if you really think about it, if you say something brilliant, uh-huh. and someone's like, "Oh my gosh, who is this person?" They have to click on your profile, go over to your profile, and then expand your profile to find your site. And and I mean, they haven't all the stuff that I've just mentioned. They've already moved on to something else.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: It's like you want to give everyone the easiest way to get to you,
1: and so, exactly. and
2: I, you don't want to do it every single time only because it becomes a little repetitive, especially if you're involved in a discussion that goes on. So, okay. if that's the case, I'll wait and maybe five things down, I'll add it again.
0: Okay, so you 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 you're in these groups. How many groups did you for someone that did this and got about a thousand fans on Facebook in two months? How many groups were you active in? <sighs>
2: I don't know a <laughs> lot. <laughs> I'm, I know that I'm an active in probably at least five groups on, on LinkedIn okay. and they don't all have to be within your niche. Okay. It could be, it could just be stuff that you're interested in. Uh-huh. I think that, I think one thing that we as bloggers do is we do ourselves a disservice by sticking within what we talk about. Yeah. But you know, there's a whole entire audience, someone who you know, I love cats or I love iguanas or I love vampire diaries. But guess what? I love dogs, too. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And,
2: you know, you you know, just test out if you have other interests, things that you can still get passionate about, because that's the whole thing is something that you can get passionate about and will inspire you to make really great comments. Uh-huh. Get in there and start talking to people. and And it's fun. It'll be fun. And then those people can still be directed back to your biology site. Because it's like, you know, I like biology too. And he says something <laughs> fantastic about Vampire Diaries. So.
0: <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay. And another thing that you said is you use the same picture everywhere. How important yes. is that?
2: I think, personally, I think that that is so key. Simply because right now, my, I guess my, the majority of my social life is online. Uh-huh. See, because we spend so much time out there and we see so many faces that I think it's important to have one profile pic that people can relate to, like, oh, okay, that's her. Yeah. And I knew I was right when someone was Googling blogging tips uh-huh. and my picture came up yes. on, in the search results. Uh-huh. And they recognized, they were like, oh, I know Kimberly. Nice. And, you know, they don't know me, know me, but they know me. And they clicked on it and came to my site and sent me an email. And I was like, thank you for letting me know. It's nice to know that that's working.
0: Uh-huh. That is awesome. Okay, so... Oh. <laughs>
2: Oh, and another thing, the reason why it's helpful for me is because, as we discovered in the beginning, my last name isn't common or easy to pronounce or easy to spell. I mean, try spelling it. Uh But people will recognize my picture.
0: Definitely. I love it. I love it. Okay, so <laughs> th- we're going to summarize. Let's summarize this LinkedIn section. First of all, sign up for LinkedIn if this is something that you want to use in terms of just a stratif- strategy for traffic generation. Do a search for a group that's in your topic, maybe some other groups around your topic, or even just groups that you're interested in. Um, give value, provide value in those groups. If it's a group that's active, you want to join it. If not, then don't worry about it. But find an active group participate in the discussion, introduce yourself, help people, include a link back to your site in your comments when you're helping people, and that will drive traffic back to your site. Mm-hmm. And what you are doing is driving traffic back to your site. Um, people check out your blog. They like the stuff that you're doing. They check you out on Facebook, and they like your fan page over there. Yes. Awesome. Did you do anything on LinkedIn to promote your Facebook, or was, was, are all those yeah. fans coming um, from your blog to Facebook?
2: My fans are actually coming, most of them came from either my blog to Facebook or from Facebook to yeah. Facebook.
0: Okay, awesome. And, you know, we mentioned a number. We we, we keep mentioning this 1,002 months, <laughs> but this was a few months ago. Now I see that you're up to 4,280. Oh, yeah. Awesome. So that's growing. Things are still working. I see <laughs> that many likes and 1,195 people are talking about this um, this page. So it's It's still working. Yeah. Awesome. I love it. I love it. Okay. So number one was the keyword research. Number two was putting yourself out there. And number three was.
2: Being passionate. I mean, I love what I'm, I love what I'm doing and I love what I'm talking about and it comes through.
0: How does it come through?
2: You know, when I whenever because I, I will go on to my Facebook page. I, I don't use it just as a farm for my blog posts. I'll go on there. Like, for instance, um, we had our first foster dog last month. Okay. His name is Morgan. And I didn't want to give him up. Uh-huh. And so and I was on there. I did a video when I find he found a home. I shared pictures of him, videos of him, and he, he found a home really quickly. And I shared a video just, you know, saying, you know, goodbye to Morgan. and Here he is. And, and actually, I didn't mean to do this, but at, at the end of the video, I started crying. Aww. Because I was just so sad that I was losing because I wanted to keep him. And I was just so heartbroken. But I knew it was a good thing because, you know, my thought is that I can either rescue one more dog or I can rescue 100 more dogs. Uh-huh. So and he was going to a great family. I got to choose the family. So it was it was a great happy ending but it was heartfelt and it broke my heart and everyone that watched that video loved it and those are the type of things as far as you know that passion that comes through people can feel that when you're when you get excited i mean it can be the no matter what the topic if people see that you're excited about it and they're excited too it's like it's one of those things where it's so nice to know i'm not alone
0: yeah that is that 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 is awesome be passionate about what you're doing because and it, it makes it much easier to do what you're doing or not. Exactly. And, and for someone that has a full-time, and I, 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 feel, your, I feel your pain, <laughs> um, someone that has a full-time job running multiple blogs, doing a bunch of stuff online, if you're not passionate about it, how in the world do you motive, motivate yourself to continue?
2: Exactly. I
0: don't know. And um, I hope, hopefully I'll never find out. <laughs> um, hey, any last tips you want to share with my audience um, in terms of, you know, there's someone listening to this right now. Uh, they've been thinking about starting a blog or they've started a blog. They're not exactly sure how to move forward or if they're doing the right thing. Any last words you want to share with them? Um,
2: I think it's important to find the social networking sites that work for you and to Try things and find what will work for you. One of the things that happened to me when I first started blogging is everyone tells you you need to do this, 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 and this. And every, with all the sites out there, Twitter, Pinterest, LinkedIn, you know, Facebook, Google+, I mean, there's so stumble upon. There's dig dig. I mean, what am I supposed to do? I don't have <laughs> time to go to each and every these sites, these uh-huh. sites, and give proper um, exposure to myself because you know people want you to, to see you regularly. Yeah. So don't feel bad that you're not on Google Plus. Yeah. It's a great site to be on. I encourage you to give it a try. But if that just doesn't fit in your schedule and you have something that you're comfortable with, then that's what you should go with and just slowly build. Don't worry. I mean, my success. Is not just um, me being lucky or doing the research. My success is basically two years Uh of research Uh that helped me have the success I had on Keep the Tail Wagging. Uh So it, it feels overnight, but I was able to put every single thing that I've learned since 2009 into effect to really hit the ground running. And I hope that more people can hear this and do the same thing. But if you don't, if... Four months goes by and you're still hearing crickets on your site. (laughs) Don't worry about it. Just keep doing what you're doing if you love it and get out there and start giving other people props through blog commenting, through liking, you know, other people's Facebook pages and telling people more about you, you know, clean up your about page, clean up your profiles, you know, standardize that profile. Take this time when no one is coming to your site to make it absolutely fantastic Mm. so that when the audience does arrive, it's the best you got.
0: Awesome. If, if people want to connect with you um, based on this interview, they want to see more of what you're doing, they want to, they want to, they want to learn from the, the, the years of experience that you've had so that they can be even more successful with what they're doing right now, where should they go?
2: Definitely go over to keepthetailwagging.com. I'm there all the time. Um, there's a contact form underneath the, I think it's called let's connect. Uh-huh. And you can go ahead and shoot me an email about anything. I respond to everyone within 24 hours. I have a lot going on. I'm always interested in hearing people's dog stories, learning about the stuff that they cook for their dogs, seeing people's dog pictures. You can find me on Facebook. I'm very active over there as well. And I mean, If you're a dog lover, a blogger or a photography lover, whatever you're into, reach out and say, hey, I'm always interested in making new friends.
0: Awesome. Awesome. And guys, she's just as crazy as I am. Um, (laughs) So if you like me, I think you're going to like her. (laughs) I know you're going to like her. Hey, thank you so much for joining me on this interview.
2: Thank you for having me.
0: All right, guys, you know the deal. You can go and check her out at KeepTheTailWagging.com. See what she's doing over there for the dog loving community. Um, I checked it out, and I'm impressed. I love it. Just good stuff. So check it out. I just want to let you know that this program is brought to you by becomeablogger.com. Not much to say about it, but it's a project that I'm working on with Yarrow, Starak, and Gideon Shalway, teaching you how to start a blog. How to get your blog going, how to keep it going, and how to have success with your blogging efforts. We're doing a lot over there. The community is growing, and it's exciting to see the members interacting. So if you're interested in that kind of stuff, you know what to do. Head on over to becomeablogger.com. Get your 10 free videos to show you how to start a blog. So, you know, that's really all I have to share from this episode. I enjoyed it immensely, and I know that you did too, because I know you. (laughs) Uh, so this is leslie samuel the internet marketing teacher from learningwithleslie.com head on over to itunes leslie on itunes.com and leave a rating if you like me if you don't like me still leave a rating but uh uh uh, 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 if you don't like me hey then don't listen (laughs) until next time this is leslie samuel take care and god bless
1: three, five, two, four, one, four.